Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Facebook family, welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Happy Manic Monday to everyone. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Was able to relax a fair bit and um, you're moving into the rest of the week. The beginning of a new amazing week. Aren't we, aren't we blessed and grateful to see another day? So today I'm going to talk about a question from one of our posties uh, who has teenagers that are going into a reunion with their biological father. And Ronnie Sue asked me maybe just what, what to be on the lookout for when going through such a transition. And I think that... You know, I'll start off by saying that we need to be aware of just that. This is a transition and it is an emotional transition. So there are several things that are likely to happen, which as long as you see them, as long as you're looking at them, as long as you understand, it should not be an issue. First of all, with any transition, any time we encounter a novel event, we, per- we perceive that event as a stressor, as a threat, until deemed otherwise. Comes from Bruce Perry. Hey, Georgia Phillips, I love you too. I miss you. Wish I could see your sweet face there in Virginia Beach. Hope you're doing well, Georgia. So anytime we encounter a novel event, we perceive that event as a threat, as a stressor, until deemed otherwise. So this is a major transition. Now, here's the thing with transitions. When we go through transitions because they are stressful, we are also prone to emotional regression. When you combine that with biological adopted children, adopted children who are are about to be in reunification with their biological parent, you are likely to see some regression. Now, this coming without understanding or without, without me knowing what their history is and what their experience was, with the birth father before coming into the home of the adoptive family. Now, I don't know how long, I don't know the age they were adopted, how long they've been in the adoptive placement or any of that stuff. I'm just telling you foundational level things that number one, there's going to be some regression. So we're talking about a 17 year old, a 15 year old and a 13 year old. Jason says, hey, man, I love and I'd love to connect with you whenever you have time. Hey, all right, Jason, I'd love to connect with you too, brother. Um, You can just uh, shoot us a message, info at postinstitute.com, or send me a Facebook Messenger message. Um, So 17, 15, 13, if if we go back and we think about the time when the trauma occurred for these children, what, what, what age was that? What was the trauma they experienced? Because they have a a great likelihood of regressing back to that emotional age. So the things you're going to be looking at after you go through this transition, this transition which is emotional, this transition which causes regression, is you're probably going to be looking at an increase in some behaviors. Those behaviors could be shut down. Those behaviors could be anxiety. Those behaviors could be clinginess. They could be agitation. Um, It could be the child's, any number of the three, sleep more. Maybe there's even some fear and anxiety, some separation anxiety from you as the adoptive parents. Um, 
it what's going to happen what you'll probably see is that behaviors just look at, outside of the norm and you have to be sure to connect them to the occasion and remember stress causes us to regress which causes us to act from our emotional age when that is occurring you want to meet the emotional age now we're talking about a sibling group and because we're talking about a sibling group we're talking about you know all kinds of different dynamics because you know again i don't know what the what the sibling dynamic was pre pre coming into the adoptive placement but um you know i think one of the best things you can do is sit down with all three of the kids in the living room and just say guys let's talk about what's going on here let's talk about how we're feeling about seeing your biological father let's talk about the things you may be happy about let's talk about the things you may be nervous about the things you may be unsure about you know let's just talk about all of it and open up the communication one of the single best things an adoptive parent can do anytime you are facing a reunification with biological with a biological family member is be supportive i cannot tell you how important that is you don't have to be you don't have to be like overly positive but you don't want to be depressed and negative you just want to be supportive because it is your process too as the adoptive parent but you need to work through that process separate from your children. You need to be the parent and be supportive of them as they go through their process. Because this a reunion, it can go it can go well or it can go to crap. You know, there's there's so many instances where there are biological family reunions that do not work out very well. And even if they work out well in the in the um, initial stages the long-term sustainability of the relationship, uh, the research odds are against it. So that can bring its own bottle, you know, ball of, ball of, uh, what's a ball of, it's not a ball of worms, can of worms, ball of yarn, ball of, heck, its own ball of chaos is really what it is. Because if that biological family member has not really matured and has not really grown through the circumstances that led up to the placement to begin with, then your children may yet to have to face another fallout of abandonment. They may again have to face the fallout of, of a biological parent who wasn't able to step up and do what needed to be done in order to really fulfill the, the responsibilities of being a parent. So then you're, as the adoptive parent, you're going to have to put those pieces back together. But the way you put those pieces back together is just by processing, by talking about it, by understanding, by listening, not passing judgment, just being there and being supportive. Now, another big piece, and, and I just mentioned this, is as the adoptive parent, you're bound to have insecurities about the reunion yourself. Talk if, if you're if you're a marital couple, talk to one another about it. Process. If you're a single parent, you know, find a friend that you can share your concerns and your fears and your worries with. And when it comes to your children, it's okay to say, you know, I'm worried, guys, because I'm worried, I'm worried for you. You know, I, I don't want you guys to be hurt because that's how any parent would feel about any new situation their children is going their children are going to go into. 
So the, the key is just to open, the, open up the communication. In almost all instances, communication is the answer. Clear communication, even though it may be angry, even though it may be sad, even though it may be unsure, opening up the communication is what's going to make all the difference. And the more you open up, even if your kids shut down on you and they don't want to talk about it, that's okay. What they need to hear is that you are there if they need you. So you say the door is open. If they don't want to walk through and share, that's okay. Because it's their journey. It's their process. But you want to be supportive. And you've got to be equipped and ready to deal with the fallout. Because it may be a great thing. And the biological parent or the biological family may have been able to pull themselves together and, and really get their act together. Or it may not. And you've just got to be open. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much of reunification happens. Your child is still your child and you don't stop being their parent. That doesn't change. It won't ever change. Because especially with young, with young kids, teenagers for instance, they're still not 100% emotionally mature. Hey there, Kimberly. She's going through this right now. Hey, Mama Wilma. They're still not emotionally mature. So they may say things and they may act a certain way and they may do things that, that can feel hurtful for you. You've got to understand that it's them going through their own process. Don't take it personally. Because I can almost guarantee you that as long as... You have raised them in a home of certainty and security and support and that they really do feel loved and accepted by you. They're always going to come back to that foundation. The only time there's a risk to that is when there's been a lot of conflict in the adoptive home growing up and they don't feel that security. They don't feel that certainty and they're still looking for that acceptance. That's the only time there's a risk to the existing relationship. But otherwise, they're going to come back because they look to you as their source of security. They look to you as their secure base. So I hope that is helpful for Ronnie Sue and her family, and I hope that's helpful for you all as well. Hello there, Mimi. So that's all, guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down. Take three to ten deep breaths and choose love. And I hope you and your family will choose love and continue choosing love even when fear feels so strong and overwhelming. And remember, if you mess up, just apologize and do better the next time. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good evening.